Reporting to you live from Atlantis, it is I, Bobby Neptune, a.k.a. Neptunus Rex, and this is another episode of I Don't Know Yet. So I got some really interesting things I want to bring to the table today, and I'm just going to dive right in. First, uh, the Boltzmann brain. Uh, Now, the Boltzmann brain is a hypothetical disembodied entity with self-awareness. It actually comes from the uh, physicist Ludwig Boltzmann, who was one of the founders of the field of thermodynamics. Now, uh, in simple terms, the Boltzmann brain is basically an entity that, um, you know, the world doesn't exist. Uh, It's just an effect of a disembodied consciousness. And the sense of self is just a statistical fluctuation. Now, I guess the simplest way to describe a statistical fluctuation would be like if you schedule meetings back to back. Um, in a day, uh, inevitably, one of those meetings um, is bound to spill over, which will have a chain reaction in the rest of your day. So it's like uh, statistical fluctuation would be, you know, our consciousness manifesting from such a chain reaction of events already um, made with the experiences and knowledge that we have right now. Now, um, to get into a little more depth of you know, about this theory, uh, Ludwig Boltzmann said that um, it's more likely for a random quantum fluctuation to occur in nature than uh, to create something simple like us rather than our universe be created from something like the Big Bang. So, for example, a self-aware entity like me uh, that believes it's a person in a world full of people And uh, it's already put here with the experiences because, like I said, it was made that way, Um, which means nothing really exists except for your self-awareness. That's a Boltzmann brain in the, uh, you know, a little bit more descriptive view. Now, um, you know, at the end of it all, there's still an ultimate question, like what creates these statistical fluctuations. You know what I'm saying? Like there is that de- I'm I'm a really strong uh believer and you know actually let's just say knower. You know what I mean? Is that can I say that? You know what I mean? I know that there's definitely um intelligence behind the design of this universe and whatever other universe. Um you know, scientists and physicists and shit can explain away um, how things are the way they are, like how the Earth is held up and how the other planets stay in orbit and how the Earth, you know, rotates and, and shit like that. But they they they're still searching for answers as well, which is why all these, you know, theories um, are still, you know, around and they're still relative to physics and still relative to the research that they're doing and what they're really trying to find. And I, I honestly, I truly believe that um, most physicists and, you know, science, some scientists are trying to just find God. Like, um, I believe that they just, you know, because they're into hard facts. So I think that even coming up with theories like this, that they're just trying to find a way to reach God face to face and like, you know, get a like, yo, what? just explain this to me. Just break this down to me. Like, what's going on? But like, wouldn't it be crazy if, you know, none of this stuff that's like in front of us right now um, was really there? You know, if it was all created from the consciousness that's us, but is not really on this planet because this planet doesn't really exist. Our consciousness just exists in, you know, I guess the 
abyss somewhere. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of consciousnesses and they all, you know, intertwine together to create this reality of a world and a universe and things that we think we understand. Now, there's another theory um, that actually really caught my attention because it started off saying the universe simulates itself into existence. Now, this one actually originates from a philosopher named Nick Bostrom. And he said um, in one of his papers, how do you know that you're real? Uh, We could be a product of a sophisticated computer simulation that's ran by advanced beings, right? Now that right there still is bringing the God factor in there. Like, you know, I guess I think there's such a hubris that we have as human beings that we like to try to feel like we're in some kind of control to the way that the narrative of the universe is told. So we like to um, place what we feel would be or the ideas in our mind in those driver's seats. So instead of saying, you know, ran by God or ran by, you know, the, the supreme deity or whatever you want to, you know, Beerus, like whatever you want to call the creator, you know what I mean? We have to reduce it to advanced beings. And there, and that could be, there could be an element of truth there. You know what I'm saying? Those advanced beings could still be created by an advanced, a more advanced being. You see what I'm saying? So, um, you know, there the actual theory is a little bit more detailed than that because there's a research team of quantum gravity in Los Angeles that actually took that paper, broke it down a little bit and said, what if we just took the advanced beings out and everything is generated from pure thought? And so, you know, one of the things that they say that's kind of dope is that the universe is a strange loop. Um, one of the... Uh, actual, you know, um, scientists involved, his name is Clee Irwin, says that the evolution could just be a mechanism by future beings that are testing different things, moving us through levels of biological and technical growth. You know what I'm saying? And that's, to me, that's fucked up in a little bit because it's like, you know, I don't want to live life thinking, you know, that we're just being manipulated, you know, into thinking that we're doing, you know, I mean, we know that, you know, the free will thing is its own conversation and that there's only so many, um, you know, it's finite. It's not infinite, you know, especially as far as us living on this planet. You know what I'm saying? Like there's only a finite number of things that you can do on earth as far as being like a 3D human being. You know what I mean? Now, until we um, access on like our day to day, uh, the fourth dimension and higher and or higher, uh, you know, we're still stuck to a certain level of flypaper, if you will. You know what I mean? So um, within that, you know, we still have to uh, we still have to have some type of control and some type of ability to really, really differentiate what's going on. And I think that that's where the interesting shit comes into play, because, um, you know, when you just sit back and look at stuff, Shit is really, it really is a loop. You know what I mean? I mean, outside of like procreation, which I can definitely understand because, you know, in order for the, as far as we know now, in order for the earth to keep spinning and for us to keep, um, 
you know, doing the things that we do as just normal humans, we have to make more of us. Now, there's things that we actually do on this planet that are harmful to it. So I definitely think we have to reduce that. But at the same time, when you sit back and look at things, it's like a lot of this stuff is a loop. And it's like, can't this be changed? Like, can't there be a another way? You know what I mean? Can't there be a different way to do things instead of killing people? Can't there be a different way to do things instead of the government that we know? And this is for, you know, the world. This is not just for the United States. I'm saying in general, can we, you know what I mean? Can there be a hard reset or a hard evolution? You know what I'm saying? Is that possible? And is that possible just by our will? Is that possible just by our thought? Like, it, it it it's really it would really be fucked up if the next thousand years of, of humanity we just kept doing the same stuff we're doing now. And if there's more advances that are being kept from, you know, the average day-to-day citizen, then that's fucked up. Hopefully that will change and things that are kept from us will be, you know, brought to the light more. But if not, then all we're gonna do is make keep making slight advances every year and keep making uh more advanced um you know, we're going to keep advancing higher every 10 years and advance higher than that every 20 years, every 30, 40, 50. But it's going to be the same level of advancement. It's going to be the same timeline of advancement. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that like I can like I know the future or anything, but I'm just saying if you pay attention to, you know, 75 years ago, the only thing that changed that really changes is the mentalities and attitudes of humans, you know what I'm saying, of us, like how we feel about shit and the way we go about doing things. But it's still, you know, cars and and different things still existed before and we just slightly elevated them, slightly made them a little bit faster, slightly changed the wheels, made it a little bit sleek, they made it a little bit more sleek, you know what I mean? But is there a way for us to just change the way we do things? Like, does it have to be this same way? And if it if it does, I mean, if there is, then are these uh, theories what we can apply to that change? Um, you know, one of the other things they said that uh, one of the other things they also said was that um, these beings would generate information and they would generate the history of our world and we wouldn't even know the difference. You know, so we would think that everything and, and that that's that's like that matrix theory, you know, because we would think that everything is the way it is because it's just supposed to be. You know, you we we only think so far. We only think so far back and then we just stop thinking. You know what I'm saying? We just feel like we, you know, shit is already laid out. We already know what happened with the dinosaurs. We already know what happened here. We already know what happened there. But it's like, do we really? You know what I'm saying? Or is that just the way that it's already been laid out? It's already been placed like that in front of us. So we'll so we won't try to go further. And then when we do, we hit that block. You hit that block in your mind where it's just like black. And then you just like, well, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'll just go back. But then, you you know, sometimes I think about shit like, you know, if the if the you know, if the, the dinosaurs were living on a bigger earth than this earth now, because when the asteroid hit it. Um, you know, if the if Earth would have completely been destroyed, if it was just the same size as it is now. So think about like if that asteroid would have been like, you know, however small of a distance it takes for it to miss. And then the Earth stayed the same size that it was when the dinosaurs were here. And then we come along. We would probably be able to live on the same planet and barely even interact with them. And there may be a, a, a center point somewhere where we could both interact together, but they would evolve as we would evolve. And who knows what the fuck that would be like. I'm just saying, you know, if, if you can apply these theories, then that actually happened somewhere. You know what I'm saying? 
um, you know, people ask, uh, where does the physical reality, well, people were asking if that's the case and, and everything was simulated from pure thought, where does the physical reality come from? So they said that the physical reality um, comes from the universe. The universe itself actually self-actualizes itself into existence. Now, that's deep as fuck to me because... Um, the universe, we're, we're all connected. Now, we hear that all the time. You know what I'm saying? From, you know, the people who are waking up to the people who've been woke to the people who understand physics to scientists to everything. Um, I, I don't I can't think of the exact theory it is, but there's some theory in physics, like some scientists name wave theory. And it's like we're, you know, what I'm saying we all run on certain waves and we're all connected through waves and we're all connected through our energy and things like that. And that's, you know, that's that's like spoke that's that's been you know what I mean people have been spitting about that for since the beginning of time you know what I'm saying as far as um the universe being alive and us being connected to it you know what I mean and that brings the uh you know the god thing right back in there because if you know this entity that we're made of and made from brought us into existence along with the universe, then the universe is related to us. The universe is like our brother and sister and everything else. You know what I mean? Like if we're if we're made of the same shit that the universe is made of, if we're stardust too, then that would make sense for us to be related, wouldn't it? So the universe actually self-actualizes itself into existence. And, you know, self-actualization is basically the realization or fulfillment of one's talent, a person's talent or a being's talent or the universe's talent. Potential, especially considered as in need of present or everyday things. So, you know what I mean? The universe is able to actually realize like, yo, I want to fucking exist. You know what I mean? And I know how to make that happen. And boom, we have a physical universe. Um, they rely, the universe relies on a rule called the principle of effect language, which means that the entire simulation of everything is just a, a grand thought, like just a huge universal thought. Like, you know, how did it start? They said that um, it's always been here. Like time isn't real. You know what I'm saying? There is no time at all. Time is created from us. You know what I'm saying? Time is a um, we're sub thoughts and time is a another is a sub thought from us from us. So we're sub thoughts and we have sub thoughts and we created time from that. Um, it's, it's, it's really, really, really deep to me, you know, because when you do think about the, like outside of planet earth, you know, time definitely doesn't roll the same way. There is no, it's not three o'clock on the moon. You know what I'm saying? It's not three o'clock on Neptune. It's not 12 o'clock. The sun doesn't rise and the sun doesn't set the same way that it rises and, um, sets for us being on planet earth. Um, you know, it's, it's, relatable to dreams, <clears throat> um, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, to me actually, you know what I'm saying? That's like, that's how I feel. I feel like if all it, like all of these theories are somewhat, um, you know, dreamlike. Cause it's like when you dream, you dream, we dream pretty high resolution, you know what I'm saying? And then we have, uh, uh lucid dreams where we actually are aware of the dream. So it's like, where we sit right now, while you're listening to this podcast, you know, doing whatever you do, um, this is the highest of resolution. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, with that, how could you still differentiate? I mean, I know everyone out there has had a time where, they, where you've been like, 
Yo, I, you woke up from a dream and been like, yo, that shit felt real. Like that shit was real. Or you been upset because the shit was so real. So it's like, were you somewhere else? You know, was that, was, was that, um, that same pure thought that created, you know, whatever reality your reality is, uh, doing something else while you were on pause here, you know, while you were recharging here. We, we don't know, you know, we have no clue. And the thing is, it's so, uh, deep to me to think about that because it's like that's when your mind starts opening up and maybe there's a door there you know maybe there's a door and I know that shit can sound scary but maybe that's the reason you know we put all these um feelings on these words and then that's what keeps us from you know finding the truth I mean we even put uh feelings on that like so when you think about things that are like outside of your normal realm of thought you kind of get scared and you know scared Fear, you know, these are words that uh, make you want to back up. They make you not want to do certain things. And, you know, that's that's like dictionary shit. You know what I'm saying? I was having a discussion talking about, you know, how the dictionary itself is a, is a big ass loop. You know what I'm saying? Like you you look at the dictionary is a book with words, but it's not like a regular book with words. You know what I'm saying? And it's a book that you look up a word and then the words got other words describing this word. But if you don't know what the word means, you got to look the word up. And then if you don't know what another word means, when you find a definition of the word, you still have to look up another word. So the dictionary is just a huge loop, you know, and then attached to the actual like verbal, verbal written out meanings of words. We put feelings on these words, too. So then that gives them a whole new meaning. So, you know, my point is just that when you feel like I'm scared or or feel the fear, don't play into the loop. You know, explore the shit. There's another word for you. You know what I mean? But there's there's things that you can try to define. There's things that you can try to outline by actually taking a step beyond. I mean, if you sit back and think about it, these dudes just sit back and they think about some of the most fantastic, some of the most like to a to a let's just say, quote unquote, normal person. They think of some of the most you know, uh, unfathomable things that if you sit down at your normal kitchen table and just start talking about people will look at you like you were crazy. But these people sit down in these labs and they get paid big bucks to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? And it, and the thing about it is it's like if if we're able to all think that way, if we're able to all try to find the truth by taking a whole bunch of theories and applying them and taking the similarities from each one. And, and building some type of road or some type of tower from there and climbing where we need to climb or going or traveling to where we need to travel. And I'm not, I don't mean like literally, I mean just like mentally, like going to a new place, going to a new zone. I try to do that shit every day. That's how I get caught up in these, these articles and shit like that. Um, but you know, the Bozeman brain, I want to know how many people out there think that they, you know, have a Bozeman brain, like have ever not thought exactly like this. Cause I'm, cause you know, you can have a Bozeman brain and not know anything about this dude, a Boltzmann brain, I'm sorry. And not even know anything about this dude. But, um, I want to know how many people out there actually, you know, kind of think in the beyond and have ever had that thought. Like, what if I'm like, not really here? You know, what if I'm just a brain in a jar somewhere? What if I you what if I'm just a thought? What if my consciousness is what's propelling me to even be here right now? 
you know, that's that there's so many more things to add into that because then you have like psychedelics and what's really going on behind the scenes of those. You know, where do you do you really go somewhere? Are you having a Doctor Strange moment? And can you can you really, really bring that bring that upon yourself? Like, can you meditate to a point where you can see what the fuck is really going on and feel what the hell is really going on? Um, you know, so I want to know how many people just think outside the box on the Boltzmann level. And uh, has anyone out there ever felt like we were in a simulation? Has anybody out there ever um, sat back and looked at the loop, you know, and just said, is the loop the way it is because it just keeps us safe, you know? Um, and don't get me wrong, there's tons of horrible things that happen here, but, um, for the grand scheme of things, the shit that we don't see and don't know, uh, could we, could this be the safest spot for us? You know, however it's being, uh, displayed, however it came to be, um, could it be the safest spot for us? I I think that, you know, there's so many questions um, that we could ask. And I think the fact that we look to certain people for answers sometimes is also what fucks us up too. Because if you really look hard enough and, you know, sit back and, and really pay attention and take, you know, other people's information and other people's knowledge and, you know, apply it to whatever you're trying to, whatever truth you're trying to find, I think you can definitely uh, find it. And I don't think you need to rely on a specific person. Like you don't have to rely on a Neil deGrasse Tyson to tell you, you know, if aliens exist or not. You know, if if Neil deGrasse Tyson himself could uh, could say, you know, a hundred percent, you know, extraterrestrials aren't real and we are the only beings in existence. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I, I, you know, I fuck with Neil deGrasse. But if he could say that shit to me then I'm not I'm not fucking with him as a scientist anymore. I'm just going to consider him as a dude that's smart, that has an opinion. You know what I mean? Because they're supposed to know and they're supposed to understand that until you actually have a proven fact, there is no proven fact. You know, so him or any scientist, you know, any Bill Nye, anybody out there, you know, that wants to 100 percent say that this is the way it is. I mean, there's even some articles out there to the, you know, to the oppositions that definitely says that we're the only ones existing in the universe. I've, you know, I've read a couple of them. They actually make me quite angry, you know, just seeing that type of blatant uh, hubris and stupidity. But then at the same time, you know, the powers that be do want people to believe that. They do want people to know that like, yo, I mean, they do. They want people to have the utmost confidence in saying like, yo, we got to be the only motherfuckers left. You know, just like there's a section of people who argue about the earth being flat. Like that's a whole other conversation. But I mean, there's people out there like this, that argue. And that's what I'm saying. That goes back to this loop shit again, because that argument was had hundreds, thousands. It was had. It was had. I mean, we learned about it in social studies, how Christopher Columbus and them dumbass niggas thought that the goddamn, uh, you know what I'm saying? The earth was flat. So, you know, people, we already had this. But now they coming back and we having another one. Like now there's another group. There's there's flat earthers again. But they, you know, they 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 don't really have any real, real uh, uh, base. They don't have any real, real like who who are you going to refer to? You know, YouTube, 
You're going to refer to a, what, an old Christopher Columbus map? One of the old, you know, Magellan maps, something, you know what I'm saying? One of those dudes, like, there's really nothing that they can, you know, come to and be like, yo, this is why the earth's flat, and this is the end of it right here. You know, if you go here, this is the edge. It might take you 16 years to get there, but that's the edge. And the bottom, it's not like a flat square. It's like a convex. It's like some, you know, it's got like a little point on the bottom. Like, if they can really describe the shit, and then how high do I have to fly up to be off the earth? If it's flat, you know what I'm saying? How high do I have to fly off this piece of paper to be to be in space? You know what I'm saying? Like it shouldn't take that long, you know, so there's there's tons of things, you know, that we need to have. our. That's why we need to have our fucking minds open. That's that's my that, that's like my main point. And usually everything I'm saying, we need to have our minds open. I mean, like I was talking about with the vaccine, you know, we need to have our minds open. I we oh, yes, I understand. And we all understand that this is something that's put here. That's going that's supposed to protect us from what's going on right now. That's, uh, you know, spreading throughout the world, fucking everything up. But at the same time, we have to cautiously enter into everything we do. We cannot put 100% trust on anything. And we can definitely not put 100% trust on thinking we're the only ones existing in the universe, on thinking there's only three dimensions, on thinking that Earth only has to be this way because this is the only thing we know. That is probably some of the dumbest shit that I've experienced in you know being a human being is that People just roll with shit because it is the way it is. Like there can't be change. And then when something does change, when one thing changes, you know, in 50 or 60 years, you know, we explode with joy. When it's like we should be making monumental changes like that on a regular basis. Um, I heard some shit that Lupe Fiasco was saying on one of his uh, Instagram joints. If you don't know me, then, you know, um, by now you'll know that I always watch him, uh, you know, because he, he seems to banter with everybody every day about everything, like some type of... Uh, old man is just sitting in front of a damn window, you know, waiting for kids to step on his grass. But he was saying the other day that um, all black people are worried about our, uh, you know, conspiracy theories and things about the pyramids and like hotep wisdom and stuff like that. When he said white kids are in their homes having million dollar conversations and we're not doing that. And it just that just struck me because I was like, how could one, how could you, being who any of your fans thought you were, say some shit like that? But two, that's how you really feel. Like you feel like your own people are so low on the intellectual scale that we can't have an intellectual conversation by your definition of intellectual, you're saying that you know what goes on in these people's houses because he said he has friends and he goes to their houses and he hears these conversations. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I've had some of my most intellectual conversations with some of my brothers and sisters, and I'm not taking no credit away from nobody because intellect has nothing to do with race. Knowledge has nothing to do with race. Knowledge is based on how bad you yearn and desire to learn some shit. And it doesn't matter if you want to learn about the fucking universe or you want to learn how to be a better boxer, you want to learn how to bake fucking brownies or, p or play the video games the best, or if you want to learn about every fucking thing, it doesn't matter. Knowledge is the basis, not color. And to hear somebody like him say that, it, it, it was crazy because it, it, it's like, you know, when they say you don't want to meet your heroes, it's like, you know, the, the way that I met him was as an MC behind the mic. And the way that he gets on the microphone, um, he really does his thing with the words. And some of the things that he says with, you know, some of the most MC 
like conviction. Um, you know, some of his bars and, and, and the album, The Cool, and, you know, uh, Food and Liquor, and Food and Liquor too. like, some of the things he said on there were so profound, you would think this dude really stands behind the way that he speaks, and he doesn't. And a lot of the things he says are to the opposing side of to the, you know, of the way that he speaks. I mean, the man went against, I understand, you know what I'm saying? Going against somebody's, um, you know, views or policies and shit. But I, I was watching the episode of the Chappelle show. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. And I remember one of the episodes where he was in court and he was, I think they were asking him like, is OJ guilty or some shit like that? And he was like, I plead to, he was like, my blackness won't allow me to answer that question. And so I just feel like there's certain things you should do. This same dude has a song where he like spoke, you know, he like damn near like dissed Obama. And then on his Instagram like two months ago, it's like vote Biden. You know what I mean? It's like Lupe, where are you trying to go with this? I see so many of his fans on his on his live that are like, you know, um, you're letting me down. I thought you were somebody different. I thought so it's kind of sad to see that. And my whole point is just saying, you know, the way people think so concrete that shit has to be the way it is because this is my experience and my experience I'm going into these people's houses and I'm listening to their children have million dollar conversations intellectual conversations but the only thing I do is hop on Instagram and and um incite people to be upset you know and then invite them to talk and the only people that I seem to talk to are people that obviously don't watch the fucking lies because they argue with him about the same shit every day but if you sit up if you was to talk to me come on dude it's different if you sit up with somebody who actually knows what they talk about and then they know who you are and listen to how you go it's going to be a totally different thing um you know that shit really disappointed me to to hear to hear him say some shit like that so i just want to shout out Everybody out there who's on that cream diet, knowledge, rules, everything around me. You know what I'm saying? I'm heavy on it. So make sure that no matter what color you are, you're not listening to niggas like Lupe Fiasco when they say shit like that. Um, You know, I just had to get that off my chest. This is Bobby Neptune of the Boltzmann Brain. And uh, I'll holla at y'all on the next one. Make sure you stream all of the episodes of I Don't Know Yet, seasons one and two, anywhere you stream podcast episodes. Also, make sure you stream my EPs, The Danger Room, Atlantis, Proton Pack, and uh, Abstract Smart. Neptunus Rex will be out next week. Happy holidays to everybody. Bobby Neptune, out.